The Walks Around Britain podcast is sponsored by Travel, the world leader for vehicle-specific dog guards, boot dividers, boot liners, rubber mats and more. Visit travel.co.uk to check out the product range for the car you drive. On the 32nd edition of the Walks Around Britain podcast, we visit the outdoor trade show at Event City in Manchester, but not in 2020. Hello and you're very welcome to the 32nd edition of the Walks Around Britain podcast. I'm Andrew White and I'm your walking guide for the next 30 or so minutes of outdoor and walking chat. Around this time, the great and the good from the outdoor world descend on a trade show to find out all the latest ranges for the coming year from all the major manufacturers. The show has the snappy title of the Outdoor Trade Show, or OTS for short, and for the past few years has been held at Event City in Manchester. But the onset of COVID-19 this year meant 2020's show was cancelled. So we've dipped into the library and dug out our interviews from 2019's show. Pretty much everything that was talked about then is available now. And seeing as though many of the brands have decided to abandon new ranges in 2020, the stuff discussed here will be current for a while. I started with Nick Giles from the Map People Ordnance Survey. Nick, so tell us about what OS has got to offer. Well, we're here at OTS, the Outdoor Trade Show, uh, second year here at Event City in Manchester, so really busy show this, this year. So we're looking at all of our mapping ranges and talking to a lot of providers and retailers around where they're stocked and which, which titles are stocked. Also showcasing some of the fantastic augmented reality that we're developing for point of sale, so it really creates a sense of theatre in retail outlets. Um, and that ties into our award-winning mobile application as well. So the AR, the augmented reality visualisation of a landscape before you go out and do, do a route is a really powerful way of just showing yourself what, what you're getting yourself in for before you go out and do it. So if you're going out with a young family, you may not want to go and do a, a knife ridge walk. And actually being able to see that in sort of glorious 3D is a really simple way of going, that's maybe not for me. And that's sort of part of the ethos of Ordnance Service. We're, we're all about helping more people to get outside more often. That's why, why we're here. That's what we, what we passionately believe in. And we do that by delivering a range of products and services from our mapping through to applications that help make outdoor activity more enjoyable, accessible, safe. So we're all about promoting that message and promoting all the great things that a brand that's got 228 years of, of heritage is as relevant today as it was way back when we were first formed. As an interviewer, I have to be a devil's advocate here. So paper maps, they're outdated and nobody uses them anymore. Absolutely not true, uh, I'm very pleased to say. So, so we still sell around about 2 million paper maps every year. They're, there's only so much you can get through looking through a 5-inch screen. And actually to have a big paper map you spread out on the table and you can really plan your adventures as well. Now what we have done, we have adapted with the times as well. So all of the paper mapping comes with a mobile download. So you can also see that same map on your mobile device. If you don't want to get an unfold your map out in a Force 9 hurricane, it sometimes is easier to look at your mobile phone. And OS is fundamentally a tech company. We've been developing technologies for centuries, in fact. So actually bringing our maps to uh, 21st century with digital capabilities is something that is actually sort of ingrained into the DNA of OS anyway. And of course now maps have become waterproof. Yes, indeed. So we have an active range, which is uh, laminated range. So it's an environmentally sourced laminate that uh, protects the map and enables it to withstand far better day-to-day rigour and abuse than uh, a normal paper map. 
and the, the new OS Maps app has, has really sort of taken off now, coming to its own. So yes, yeah, so the OS Maps app is now used by around about three and a half million people, um, and that's a really simple way of being able to view and access all of OS's mapping through your smartphone. Uh, and enables you to, to view and visualize around about 2.4 million routes that are currently contained in there. So there's a route generally everywhere you go. They're ranked, so you don't have to go through all of those. You can find the ones that have perhaps got a better star rating or, or just try something new. And it's when you, when you open it up and you discover new things that are on your doorstep that you've never really thought about, you've never been that way before, that's when the, you really sort of open your eyes to all the wonders that are outside. And the OS is leading the Get Outside campaign too. Yeah, so Get Outside is our core campaign, which we're running on behalf of the whole outdoor sector. So, so we're owned by government. We pay a dividend back to government each year, so we're, we're, we're cash positive to the government. Actually, if we can also help more people to get outside more often, that's what Get Outside is all about. There's a far greater return that we can give back to NHS, to, to social services, etc., because everybody knows how great outdoor recreation is for both your physical health and your mental health as well. So it's a brilliant way of just leaving your worries at your, at your threshold, stepping over it and, uh, and getting outside. And Get Outside as a campaign is full of inspiration around places where you can do things and um, new activities you can, you can uncover, supported by a fantastic team of champions as well, who are out on the ground, sort of evangelical about the message. So there's always something you can do on your doorstep, and it's just connecting that activity with, with the place, and it's a very simple way of doing that. I'm Harry Doran, and I'm from Regatta. And we've got a lot of... A lot of the range is coming out with a lot of new products. We've got um, a fantastic new coat, which is electric battery powered as well. So think of an electric blanket, but for a coat. So it's going to be fully waterproof, lightly insulated, and it's also going to give you electronic heated panels as well. So we're aiming it towards like, the consumers that are standing on the football pitch all day. Um, school teachers is another good one that need instant heat there, and it will also trap the body heat with light insulation as well. So we're really excited about that. We've got a lot of sustainability cottons coming out now, so we're trying to we're making steps towards environmentally friendly stuff. And what's growing rapidly for us is our dog range as well. Um, so obviously we're an outdoor brand, we're family situated as well. So with the dog range kind of goes hand in hand. So we're also doing massive family and dog accessories there as well. So really exciting going forward. Regatta has always done steps with our factories to help reduce pollution. With our new cotton range coming out, it's more like reducing our carbon footprint on it, reducing our water wastage and stuff like that. So we're doing better ethically sourced cotton basically yeah. um, hoping in that but people are going to go to more sensible choices so we are making steps towards it so Regatta is one of those brands that a lot of people know and it has a big presence in the high street as well. We've shown fantastic growth so we don't show any signs of stopping at any point but I feel like because we're a brand that's been going so well and we've got massive brand awareness in the UK as well I feel like people trust the brand in a way so we're We've been going, it's been Regatta since 1981, so we've got the history with Regatta. It's also people are associating the brand there, so I feel like it's going to grow strong. We offer brilliant products with massive technical attributes, as well as brand that everyone can trust as well, for a price that everyone can enter it on. And we are aiming it towards the family as well. So it's, yeah, it's something that people can actually go for and trust in. And you, a couple of years ago you moved into tents as well, didn't yeah, you? Yeah, we've got a full camping range, yep. And we brought out as well, new for this year, um, Airbeam tents as well. So obviously we know where the market's going. We're constantly trying to add new products to the market to carry on with the growth.
Alistair McGregor from uh, uh, OMM and Nordisk UK. Tell us about what you've got new in your patch today. So for OMM, we've got a brand new uh, classic 25 patch, which is the original pack that was the first product that we ever developed as on back in 1973. And it's uh, quite a big story to kind of redo the original sort of starting point of the whole, all the product range. Um, so that's kind of our big story for next summer, which is the summer 20 range. And then for Nordisk, we have a, a new uh, super lightweight tent with the one behind you, which is the t- uh, Telemark 2.2, uh, which is a super lightweight. All the all the technology, the best of the best. So how do you go back to what is essentially a classic and an icon of your company? Yeah, it's a, it's a lot of pressure, that's for sure. Um, to, to and this is something when we, we decided we needed to do an update to it, we we thought that, you know we've got to t- really take our time and make sure we get it right because there's been obviously 50 years of development to get to the point of where the pack's at now. But the whole point of the the brand is to keep innovating, keep using the new materials and new technologies that comes in. So so we we wanted to keep the feel of the classic pack, but just bring in the new materials. So hopefully when you see it, uh, we haven't lost the kind of the, the traditional feel of the heritage of the mountain marathon 50 years uh, of the event we've still got kind of the modern materials and lightweight coming into it how does that evolve then does that evolve from customers saying that this is what they'd like or is that coming back from the design team forward so all of, yeah all of the um, products are developed by ourselves and also our sort of testing group as well and we all sort of look at which products we're going to develop next and it's just as as the range as a whole keeps moving forwards different products will start to stand out as oh that's that's looking a little bit not current and up to date and so uh, last year we we redid the Camlika which is our biggest clothing piece and that has been a massive success and really feels like it kind of pushes the boundaries of technology and, and, and innovation within the waterproof uh, jacket market and now we've looked at the classic pack um, and it's the same thing it, it's just started to look a little bit like it needed an, a bit of an update and we're really pleased with the result i think it's uh, it's very nice and hopefully all the consumers like it at the end so really famous for some amazing tents. Tell mm. us about the new one then. So the new Telemark 2.2 is an update on the Telemark 1, which is the uh, original sort of race tent. They're aimed at the pinnacle of mountain tents. So it's all the sort of best materials. So we've got carbon fibre poles, titanium pegs, super lightweight, as light as you possibly can go. And then last year we Nordisch developed the Lofoten, which is a 490 gram double skin race tent, which is super lightweight, it packs down to a tiny size. Uh, and this is the next progression, of, which is slightly more comfortable. So you've got the extra headroom, but you've still got the, the lightweight element of it, of it being about 900 grams. And that's amazing. It's lightweight, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. I think the, the, the trade-off of going lightweight, but also having a bit of comfort is really crucial to get that right. And with the extra door as well, that's also on there that gives you double access. And it aimed at the, the kind of the two, two-person wild camping, adventuring, and also mountain marathon market. It's, uh, it's ideal. It's a nice deal piece of kit. And this is a market where the gram really makes a difference, yeah, absolutely, and uh, that's where you see sort of people swapping out the aluminium poles for the carbon fibre poles. They go for the the tiny toothpick tent pegs, which just make all those sort of weight saving things. These tents are the, the top of the, uh, the range. This is like all the latest tech, the cutting edge of tent design, and um, it's it's aimed at those who who know materials and know fabrics, and uh, they're looking to save that bit of weight, and they're really really keen to develop their pack and their kit setup all the time. I'm Tony Taylor. I'm, I'm from Keela. Well, Keela, we're celebrating uh, 35, 37 years uh, as a company, 40 years as Alaska Arb Mill, that's the uh, engineering side, technology side, 
Uh, we used to manufacture for other companies in the past. Started manufacturing our own brand, which is the Caleb brand, uh, 37 years ago. So we've been going around a while. And it's, it's a name maybe that many people might not be familiar with, but they ought to. Well, I get this all the time. Kayla, never heard of you. Where have you been? So uh, Scotland's best kept secret, probably. <laughs> but uh, we supply uniforms to the Coast Guard, Historic Scotland, Camping Caravan, and the police contracts. Uh, you can see the military range that we do there as well. We've got two MOD contracts. We're well known within the emergency services, but maybe public, general public probably aren't aware of us as much as some other brands. So basically, lots of people who really need to have good quality kit Rear in the outdoors yes. wear your stuff. Yeah. There's so a lot that, of people wearing Kayla that yeah. don't realise they're wearing Kayla because yeah. a lot of it's non-branded because it's so contract. tell us about what new stuff you've got at the moment. Then. We use a lot with, of Primaloft because it's a fantastic filler. It's uh, fantastic for thermal properties and it works in the UK. We have a humid, wet environment nowadays and it's getting worse. So we use a lot of Primaloft instead. Some people still use down. It gets wet, loses its performance. We're a wet country. We need something that will last and work in it. Primaloft does a job. So we've got uh, a new product here. We have some products that use 133 gram in uh, the Primaloft, which is great for static work. But when you're active and moving, it's obviously too hot, so you'd be taking it off. So we've got a 100 gram Sherpa jacket there with detachable arms that will turn into a GLA. And for myself, which works for me, I do a lot of Monroe's, uh, is a, the new Talus jacket, which is 60 gram Prima Loft. Absolutely fantastic for spring, summer, autumn. Uh, obviously winter, you would maybe layer up a little bit with something else. So along those lines of layering up, we have uh, new products and Polar Tech 300 gram, uh, as well as performance fabrics, it's lifestyle clothing, so we want people to wear it all the time, not just for going out and about, but that would be your everyday wear. And the great thing about this is that you wouldn't feel out of place going to the local shop. In that no, place. not at all. Well, that's a hooded product. Everyone wears hoodies nowadays, no matter what age group you're in. <laughs> I'm in my 50s, I wear hoodies. Yeah, it's great. It's, it's a great performance fabric. does a job, looks great as well, so... That's what we're after. So if people want to find out more about you, what's the best way of going about it? Well, you can look at us on uh, the website, kayla.co.uk. We're on Twitter, Facebook. Have a look at us, see what we do, and get in touch. The Walks Around Britain podcast is brought to you by Travel, the world-leading manufacturer and retailer of vehicle-specific dog guards, boot dividers, boot liners, rubber mats and more. Adding travel products enables you to get out and enjoy walking adventures with friends, family and dogs so that everybody enjoys the journey. Travel offers the best fit guarantee of any brand when purchasing direct through their website or your money back. Visit travel.co.uk to see the product range available for the car you drive. So I've been walking around the show and I've bumped into an Alan Hinks. So, Alan, how are you doing today? Oh, I'm not being filmed, I'm just recording. <laughs> no. <laughs> better start again. Then. So I've been walking around the show and I've bumped into an Alan Hinks. Alan, how are you doing today? 
Well, I suppose I'm as well as can be expected, as they say. But yeah, it's a great show, but I need to get outside now for a this jog. This is the thing about the, the outdoor trade show is that most of it's indoors. Yeah, and uh, meeting a lot of fantastic brands, fantastic friends and acquaintances as well. It's amazing how long I've been in this sort of business, really. But I'm making the effort to get out for a jog, believe it or not. That's Perhaps not a run, because yeah. it's a bit sort of overwhelmingly humid here in It Manchester is quite, isn't today. it? It's weird. But I do need to get out and test some of the footwear I've been given as well. So what have you, what have you been looking at today, then? What's, what's specifically talk, caught your eye? Well, a lot of Fjall Raven and Hanwag um, and Primer stuff, so I'm specifically doing quite a lot of work with them, and then quite a lot of the other stuff that I'm looking at around and about. I mentioned quite a few brands, but batteries are quite interesting, so I'm into renewable batteries there. The far end, there's Mammoth as well, which have good ropes. Um, and there's quite a lot of running shoe companies as well, so there's quite a lot of interesting stuff here. Socks are interesting as well, because socks are pretty important. Yeah, and, and not many people sort of take, give them credit for the, the role that they play in a good, a good outdoor experience. Right. You know, if you have a nice, decent new pair of socks, it, you get less exhausted when you're in the hills, and people just make the socks last forever and then wonder why they're exhausted. But it sounds a bit weird, but socks do help. Mm. It's just important to have good socks, yeah. We're really being quite concerned about the environment now and, and the amount of uh, environmental products that are, that are coming out now is quite impressive. Well, it's quite interesting. At this show, I can't get a bottle of water. <laughs> you used to always have water lying around in the press office and everywhere, so now you've got to go to one of these fountains, which is great. Neither fill up. Um, I think there's biodegradable uh, cups of sorts here, or compostable cups, should I say, but also a lot of people are carrying the water bottles around. Primus do water bottles, what the other companies do as well so people are thinking a bit more yeah stuff's getting more should i say environmentally friendly people are getting more aware anyway, yeah. and also the, the materials that we're making the clothes out of as well yeah i mean it's um i mean at the end of the day you know stuff made from synthetics does last longer and we need synthetics but uh, people are getting more aware of the problems that can be created yeah make things last longer why not after talking to alan i made my way to chat to chris lines who was here to talk about Helinox. Yeah, Helinox is effectively a spin-out from the Korean tent pole manufacturer DAC, which is all the top-end tents tend to use the DAC poles. And they realised we can do something else with that, and they created Helinox, which is effectively outdoor furniture, so chairs, tables, cots, and other bits and bolts. So I love this stuff, and it's really, really lightweight, but really strong, isn't it? So what is the premise about it? It all starts with the aluminium poles, which is DAC's speciality. uh, They've got a particular process for anodising the aluminium, which makes it strong and flexible and durable, and that allows them to design these really lightweight, functional chairs. They're really comfortable, they're very portable, it makes them practical for all sorts of circumstances, camping, caravanning. The lightest ones, packed down so small to the size of a water bottle, weigh about 500 grams, so they become viable for bike packing, even backpacking. They're really durable. I've, I've had a chair one, which is kind of the original Helinox chair for about five years now, maybe six, and you know, there's a few scratches here and there, but it's as good as new. It's brilliant. And whereas any other kind of flexible or lightweight type of camping chair would have expired by that point? I think so, yes. Yeah. I mean, uh, so the chair one, which, as I mentioned, is the, is the chair that the, the range has been built around. It weighs under a kilo, uh, you can see, right, so 960 grams. It packs down to the size of a, a large water bottle. 
it'll take a weight of 140 kilos, so it's you know it's really tough. And you know even better than that these days, DAC have developed a, what they call a green anodizing technology that eliminates a lots of nasty chemicals from the from the production process. You know they're part of that, that whole movement, much of which is led through the European Outdoor Group and other organisations to take us towards a more sustainable outdoor sector. So what other things do they do? Well, I've talked about the chairs, and actually in front of me here. A new product for next year called the insulated cot. So it uses DAC technology, uh, but it has a self inflating insulated top with a, an R rating of 5, which is quite nice. It's quite, quite toasty. So this is a lightweight, portable cot, and there's a range of other ones that aren't insulated as well. So that's a key part of the range. And there are also tables. So there are tables that follow the same principles as the seats so they pack away into small bags they use the DAC poles uh, a nice lightweight fabric top so this one's got a this one's got a mesh yeah top mesh and a couple of cup holders but you know it'll take a weight of up to 50 kilos there's a hard top version of that and there are larger versions of it and then there are even simpler products like side table, there's a small side table and a medium side table and for next year there's also uh, personal shade is uh, sort of an extension to the range so a little sun protection for your own seat, there's also a thing called the Royal Box Shade which is a how do I describe it? Again it uses the DAC poles and the, and the Helinox premium fabrics and it creates a shelter at the beach or the campsite that will take a couple of chairs and a table and has a great sun protection factor, keep out the wind and, uh, and, and offer sun protection from the rain as well. And the great thing about these is that the whole range you could take a family's gear and it wouldn't weigh you down too no, much I at mean, all, that, would it? Absolutely. I mean, we, we go to Keswick Mountain Festival every year and, uh, you know, in the evenings on the festival village there's live music and all sorts going on with my family we can just a couple of day sacks put a few chairs in there doesn't weigh us down easy to assemble easy to take down and importantly very comfortable while we're watching whatever's happening on the main stage my name's simon smith and i'm from van gogh so simon can you tell me what new stuff you've got in backpacks well in rucksacks this year we've brought back kind of a, a rucksack that fits the golden rule and the golden rule being one pound per litre. Yeah. So we've created a range of really nice day packs using quality materials uh, with a quality look and lots of fashionable colours and hitting the pound a litre price point. So we've got a 15 litre, a 20 litre and a 25 litre. I'm sure you can do the maths on that. <laughs> and that's been brought in to complement what was already a successful range of rucksacks, which is the Trail Series, and also working alongside our Heritage Series. So... Going back to our roots in terms of product look, where we're using our heritage logo, so the original Van Gogh logo, ties in really well with the aesthetics of the rucksack and also the quality of the materials that we're using. So are you seeing more people wanting a smaller sort of day pack size? Yeah, and it's, um, it's kind of one of those things, like from a retail perspective, it's the rucksack that people come into the store not knowing that they need. Mm. And they look at it and they see the price and there's no objection and the quality of the material is fantastic. The colours match whatever outfit they might be using on holiday. Happy days. Because a lot of people go into buying a rucksack or a backpack thinking that they want the, the largest that they can possibly get. And they end up carrying around an empty space, really, for no reason. Yeah, well, there is that. I mean, the, the stone proposal at a pound a litre is a slightly different product. Um, that's kind of a probably something you can take away on a camping trip because you're going to go and do day trips and you want something 
really light that can fit into all the stuff with the rest of the family's kit and all the kids' kit and everything else. You know, it can just sneak into the side of a, a, a an existing luggage. Um, that's kind of where we're at there. But certainly, you're right with our bigger packs. Yeah, people sometimes go a little bit too big, but we offer rucksacks in all shapes, sizes, and, and volumes. So there's something for everybody. We've got um, Duke of Edinburgh approved product as well which is really big for us. Um, that's an area where we kind of dominate the market, I think, for hitting the perfect price point with the right kind of materials, durability, adjustable back systems. So, yeah. And stuff. also the DOV takes into account the, the tent range as well. It does, yeah. We've got um, a, a lot of DOV accredited products in our tent range. Also Scout Association accredited. So quality materials again. I mean, they get a tough test. Mm. Scout Association, you can imagine they keep those tents for two years. <laughs> they take, a, they take a, a lot of harsh treatment, but they're up to it, you know, and at sensible prices as well. So Van Gogh, well known for their tents, for family tents as well, and the Airbeam, a big seller for you. That's right. So um, Airbeam's been going for a, a number of years now. Um, Airbeam being our proprietary technology. Um, other people use Airbeam when they're talking about their stuff, but, you know, we're the only people that can use that. I mean, Airbeam for us, inflatable tents, obviously, there's, everybody's trying to make inflatable tents these days. I guess where we stand out is the, the quality control that we use on our Airbeams. If you go to our factory, there's Airbeams inflated everywhere. You know, there's a four-eyes testing on all of the Airbeams to make sure that everything is as it should be, just to minimise. I mean, our return rate is under under a half a percent um, on Airbeams. Um, they do get damaged, for sure, but we offer a full backup service, uh, replacement beams if you're on a campsite. Um, you have a problem with an air beam, we can get an air beam to you the next day if you let us know before 12, preceding day. That's brilliant. So, so, yeah. And the other thing about it is, is the way that it's opened up, the micro-adventures, hasn't it, for families going out, because you're not spending an hour putting a tent up when you get to a campsite, so you don't have to sort of factor the travel distance away and things like that. So it's opened up a whole new world of adventure. Oh, it has, absolutely. And we actually we find um, you know, families might buy into one of the bigger tents that we offer in the range. But then the mum and dad might buy a smaller kind of weekend tent, which is also inflatable, also really easy to, to get up. Yeah, it it's makes, makes camping more enjoyable, and it's all about the experience. And, you know, we've made some enhancements to the tents these for 2020, offering a range of darkened bedrooms. Because that's a, a big problem for children, isn't it, getting to sleep in, in well, the daytime? Well, uh, and also a problem for the parents when they wake <laughs> up at 4 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> so, so yeah, we've, um, yeah, we've really paid close attention to that this year. So... And awnings, of course, now you, you entered the market several years ago, that's, that's a big area now as well. Absolutely, I mean it's an established part of our business and, and it's growing year on year. Um, this year we've got um, an increased range in our driveway awnings, which is a growing segment of the market for us. You know, people buying Volkswagen transporters, transits, that type of thing. Quick and easy to get, you can chuck everything in the back and then you get your awning on the side and it stops you being at the throat of each other because you've got a bit of extra living space and it's you know really affordable, really easy to put them up. Um, yeah, yeah that's, that's a growing business for us. After wandering around, I caught up with my good friend Dave Mycroft, the editor of the leading outdoor website, My Outdoors, in the quiet of the press room. So what have you thought about this, this year's trade show then, Dave? This is the second year that it's been held at Event City, but it's my first year after doing year after year at Stonely. And I like it. I couldn't come last year because I was in Switzerland and we sent somebody else. So my That's an excuse, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, well, given, given a choice. <laughs> Manchester, Manchester, the young Frau. Yeah. Um, 
So yeah, as a first experience of OTS Manchester, it's a big improvement. So there's lots of people here. There's obviously a few notable absences. Is anything catch your eye particularly? Nothing in individually as a product, but there's a philosophy mm. this year. I've had eight interviews or appointments with different brands. The common theme throughout has been sustainability, and that's great to hear. Mm. Every single person I've spoken to as a representative of their brand has put sustainability as one of the things they've mentioned in the first three or four sentences of explaining their brand. Five years ago, you'd have been lucky for one person to mention sustainability. Now it seems to be the central theme. And there's so many different planks to that, isn't there? Because we're talking about sustainability in materials, but we're also talking about sustainability in its recyclableness later on. In yeah, and it, it's gone beyond just sustainability. It's actually, the new buzzword is compostability, in that it's not good enough just for something just to be able to be recycled or made out of recycled materials, but biodegradable has been dropped mm. because biodegradable turned out to be meaningless. What they talk about now is compostable, as in you can put it on its own outdoors and it will rot away, rather than the old system which used to be you hope that the bacteria in a landfill would do it. Mm. And it's a big change in ethos. And it isn't just two or three years ago, it was just the really high-end companies that were doing it. We were talking about this, but it's, it's filtered down quite considerably, hasn't it? Oh, yeah, and the high-end are still leading the way, probably because they can afford to, mm. but it's arrived across the whole industry by public demand, and that's what makes it so interesting. It's not sustainability environmental awareness driven by the brands it's actually driven by the consumer the consumers are now putting the environmental cost of products higher on their list they're putting how long a product lasts higher on their list and it's almost as if we're moving away from a throwaway society in this sector I've been talking to brands who have been talking not about this is our most innovative product for X, Y and Z reason, but this is a product that you will buy and you will buy it once because 10, 15, 20 years from now, that product will still be functioning. It's going back to the old days. It is, but the, the fashion industry and the clothing industry is one of the biggest sectors of society and likewise, the clothing industry, as part of the outdoor industry, is probably the biggest individual sector. And the outdoor clothing industry is driving the high street fashion industry into becoming more environmentally aware, both through practices that it proves that it's possible to still make products and make a profit while being environmental, but also in terms of making things last. And this is the sort of movement that we need to go to as we try to get more people into the outdoors. We've got to have a range of products at different price points. And there's a lot of companies there that are filling those needs. But to have that sustainability throughout all of the price points is, is what we really need. Um, undoubtedly. There is still a place for, I wouldn't call them cheap products, but value-for-money products. 
that work out as maybe 70-80% of the price of a high-end brand, but they're going to last you probably two, three years, rather than a typical festival throwaway tent Mm. that you pay £25 for and you think, how the hell can anybody have actually made it for that money? And it's left by the 100,000 at festivals all over Britain. These are shocking photos that we've all seen at festivals and and the amount of plastic and other products just left in these fields is is outrageous. Yeah, I mean, festivals are a perfect example that they've they've taken the step, for example, at Glastonbury this year to ban the sale of single-use plastic for drinks. But at the same time, we have the position where I think we have things like the London Marathon which is plastered all over TV when it's happening where they're using 100,000 bottles of water rather than having it on hand it's where the outdoor industry is leading again you know we have our festivals like Keswick Mountain Festival not a single outlet at Keswick sold their drinks in single use plastic containers Two years ago, they introduced taps on site. It's what we're needing, and and I think the more that we do those kinds of things, it's also a new way of showing that the outdoors is the environment in itself, isn't it? Yeah. Without that environment, we don't have an outdoors. And we are an outdoors species. (laughs) You know, we, we didn't evolve in houses, in buildings, in massive conurbations. We evolved as a species outdoors. And strangely, we've always functioned better as societies when we've had that relationship with nature, whether that be that we understand where our food comes from or that it's we suddenly we've realised the value of just getting out. You, know, you could take it from the days of the Kinder Trespass where the value of the hills and the moors around the major conurbations of the north were an escape for people, and they were an essential escape. People didn't protest for the sake of it. They protested because there was a, a, there's an innate need for that direct contact with nature, and it's almost as if that need has been rediscovered in, the, in today's generation. And that's what's helping to drive eco-responsible side of the outdoor industry. So that was a very interesting show for 2019. And we'll be there again in 2021. Assembling all that together made me realise one very obvious thing. All the people we interviewed were men. And that wasn't because I only asked men. I asked a variety of lady representatives on various stalls, but was always told there was somebody else more qualified to talk to us. And that person was a man. Perhaps that's something the outdoor industry could work on for 2021. That's it for another podcast. Don't forget there's walking inspiration 24-7 on our Netflix for walking style subscription website, Walks Around Britain Plus. Visit us for a seven-day free trial. And if you'd like to suggest a topic or just want to comment on anything, then by all means send us an email. Podcast at walksaroundbritain.co.uk And don't forget to follow us on social media. You'll find us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Pinterest and YouTube. Until next time, thanks for listening and happy walking.
The Walks Around Britain podcast is sponsored by Travel, the world leader for vehicle-specific dog guards, boot dividers, boot liners, rubber mats and more. Visit travel.co.uk to check out the product range for the car you drive. 